Happy 2020, everyone, and welcome to Stew on This, weekly reflections from my heart. Today's episode is called A New Idea for the New Year. Right now it's five days into the new year, the new decade, and I'm proud to say I have not broken a single New Year's resolution yet. Yoo-hoo! But in all honesty, I have to disclose that the main reason for that is I didn't make any. Just like I haven't made any for a long time now. I used to make resolutions every year, and but I noticed that the holiday leftovers tended to last a lot longer than my resolutions did. And I think now, when I look back, it was because all my New Year's resolutions were based on what I perceived was wrong with me, or missing, or lacking, or deficient. You know, essentially those things I didn't like about myself. And even though I thought I was setting a direction with those resolutions away from those things, Obviously, I was focusing on them even more, which made them bigger in my awareness and didn't make me feel real good about myself, especially when I didn't even follow through with them. So I propose perhaps a revolutionary, excuse me, a revolutionary idea for 2020 and beyond. Instead of believing that we need fixing before we can feel good about ourselves, maybe we could just start right out feeling good about ourselves. Wow, really? Yes. And is that important? <laughs> yes. Because I believe how we feel about ourselves in any moment is perhaps the most important factor in our choice in that moment, in our responses to life in that moment, in our perceptions of what that moment signifies or means, how we look at life. And therefore, our growth and evolution as people, it's so important to feel good about ourselves. I make much better choices when I feel good about myself. How about you? So again, even though for most of my life I believed I needed to be fixed or I needed to surgically remove those parts of myself that I didn't like before I could feel good about myself, hmm, that was just a belief. That was just a belief. The truth is that I, and no matter, again, no matter what I've done or haven't done, or no matter how many New Year's resolutions I haven't followed through on, I am love. I am life. I am abundance. I am joy. I am peace. Those things are essential parts of my nature. Maybe I don't demonstrate them all the time, but that is what I am. So instead of resolutions, I am proposing maybe to set a big intention or have a theme or a focus for our year, our decade, based on the highest vision we can come up with for ourselves. Not a fixing or a solving, but a new idea. An idea that's a celebration of love. An idea that's, that's what we are in truth and how we'd love to show up in each moment. I'm proposing that we give ourselves a direction we can move toward and always be reorienting toward that actually allows us to continually feel better about ourselves. You know, instead of having a laundry list of issues to be constantly moving away from, I found this was important in my chiropractic practice. For years, I was encouraging people to move away from stuff. In fact, my intention for them was to move away from stuff, whether it was pain or symptoms or subluxations in their spine. It was always what 
we wanted to get rid of or what we wanted to move away from. And instead, later in my career, I started giving people a vision of themselves. I mean, I didn't give them the vision, but oftentimes I had to hold that vision until they grabbed it. But it was a vision of themselves in a big, beautiful way that they could be moving toward all the time. And it's so much easier, I think, to be moving toward something than to be moving away from it, especially since most of the time when we move away from something, as I said before, we're still giving it our focus and it's uh, not exactly getting smaller in our life. So establishing a huge idea for self, because that can change our feelings, that can change our thinking, and that's what changes our life. Scientists say, not that I believe them, but scientists say that we have something like 50 to 60,000 thoughts a day. I, I'm, I love just picturing the person who sat there and counted them. But assuming that's true, they also say that 95% or more of those thoughts in most people are exactly the same today as they were yesterday which means that they will be exactly the same tomorrow as they were today. And we can set all the New Year's resolutions we want. <laughs> but if we're having the same thoughts every day, we're probably going to look around and say, hey, this looks, this looks familiar. So holding a dominant, big, huge, hairy, beautiful, loving idea about ourselves and holding it center stage in our awareness, you know, for one thing, it'll become a lot clearer when we're headed down or we're heading in different directions, maybe very familiar directions that in the past we were unconscious about. Talking about those old, well-grooved paths in our mind that don't serve, that, that take us to places we don't want to go, that take us to places where we feel small or less than or undeserving or, or self-denigrating or even self-hating. You know, we're all really familiar with those paths. We can be tour guides on those paths. We can, we can, you know, describe them to people. We can find them with our eyes closed and blindfolded and drunk. <laughs> Maybe it's time we started forging new paths and this grand new intention or idea or vision for ourselves can really, really help because they give us a different direction. Those old paths don't need a lot of our focus and attention. As I say, we know them really well. But if we stop following them, if we go a different way, those paths will begin to get choked up with plants and stuff, and pretty soon we won't even be able to find them if we want to. Lord knows why we would want to, but you get the idea. And can we do this? Oh my gosh, of course we can. It might take practice. It might take diligence. It might take returning to that thought. It might take some practices that make it easier for us to access that thought. This is all stuff you're all doing anyway. And yes, you can do it because you are the biggest idea I know. You! B.J. Palmer said, get the big idea and all else follows. That big idea is you. 
And if we get a big enough idea for self, then all else follows. Our thoughts follow, our feelings follow, our choices follow, and beautiful things in our life follow. It's just a law of physics that all elements of our mind, all our other ideas, will entrain to the biggest, the, the, the most certain, the, the most dominant one. The one with the most certainty wins. And our own certainty of the truth of what we are and, and our trust in that will grow and grow and will eventually win over even our doubts and our fears and all those things that we tend to think that are not true. This, of course, is really hard to do when we're focused only on those doubts and fears, even if we set resolutions to get rid of them. One new idea of truth fully realized, which means we might have to work at it. We might have to continue to feed that thought. We might have to return it, return to it again and again. But when we do get it, when we get that big idea, it will infect all those older, staler uh, beliefs and patterns that keep us small, keep us down, keep us not feeling good about ourselves. And you know what? Then love and joy and abundance and probably all the things we're looking for in life will go viral. This doesn't happen overnight. I can think some of the I can think about some of the things that I worked on for years and years. For years, I had things showing up in my uh, New Year's resolutions related to me being a people pleaser and me being lazy and me being, uh, uh, you know, having a lack consciousness. And yeah, I was really kind to myself, as you can hear. And I worked and I worked and I went to forgiveness circles and I burned little pieces of paper with them writing, you know, 200 times. And these things just were there. And when I started to adopt this revolutionary idea years ago of just focusing on a big vision and returning to it, things have changed. I don't even know when, but they changed. I I still enjoy people-pleasing, but I don't ever, ever do it at my own expense anymore. My abundance consciousness? Again, I've become a really good receiver, and I've warned many of you personally, and I'll warn you all here, if you don't want me to accept something, don't offer it to me. <laughs> I, I I love my abundance consciousness. So, Hang in there. Hang in there. Some of you I know have been working on this already. And perhaps you still haven't seen all the fruit you want to see. But the tipping point will come. The tipping point will come. There's a law now in science, in chaos theory, it's called the the butterfly effect. Maybe you've heard of it. The, The euphemism is... A butterfly's or a butterfly flapping its wings in Borneo can affect our weather here in California. Something's affecting our weather here in California, but that's another story. But what that means is, in the definition of the butterfly effect, is that a very small difference in the initial state of a complex system can make a huge difference in the state of that system later on. 
A very small difference in the initial state of a complex system can make a huge difference in that state or the state of that system later on. That means we start with just a slightly different initial state this year, a bigger, truer, more loving one, and hold that and return to it. Huge difference in the state of the complex system that we are down the road. And you know what the best news is? I believe that holding a big intention and a big vision for ourselves based on love and truth will create a better future for us, but that's just a belief. I mean, I've seen it in my life. I've seen it in many other people's lives. It's a strong belief. However, what I know, that I know, that I know, is that when I do that, when I return to something that makes me feel better about myself, when I feed the good wolf within me, when I nurture the seeds of what is good and beautiful and true in me, I always feel better now. This work can always and will always improve our present. So, if you've broken resolutions already, I totally understand. And it's not too late to set this huge, beautiful, big, loving intention and vision for ourselves for 2020 and beyond. Enjoy the fruit and stew on that. I'll see you next week.